I'm Lisa Stone, and you're listening to Parenting Aces. Welcome to Season 12 of the Parenting Aces Podcast, proud members of the Tennis Channel Podcast Network. I'm your host, Lisa Stone, and this week we have with us Anders Mata and Adrian Levitt of Coach You. Y'all have heard me talk ad nauseum about how important I feel it is for coaches to have mentors, and especially at the collegiate coaching level, how important it is for that mentoring relationship to exist. Well, Coach You is a new online platform that pairs college student athletes with junior athletes for virtual coaching experiences and in person if it works out geographically. I am so excited to have these two gentlemen join us this week. Um, Anders is a current sophomore at Stanford University and is a Coach You coach. And Adrian is the mastermind behind the company and uh, comes from a tennis family. So I think you're going to learn about a really cool new offering available to your junior players that will help them on and off the court. Before I bring these two guys on, though, I want to just give you a quick reminder. If you haven't become a premium member of Parenting Aces yet, we would love to have you. Just go to ParentingAces.com, click on the Join button, and easy peasy, you have lots of options available. If you are a premium member, just a reminder to be sure and schedule those consults with me. I love meeting with you guys one-on-one, hearing about what's going on in your kid's journey and helping where I can. So be sure and reach out for that. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy my conversation with two gentlemen from Coach U. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Anders Mata, Adrian Levitt, welcome to the Parenting Aces podcast. It is such a pleasure to have you gentlemen with us this week. Thanks, Lisa. We're very excited. So we're going to start out with you, Adrian, and I want you to give us a little bit of the what behind Coach You, um, what it does, and why you guys decided to create this company. Yeah. So what Coach U does is it's an NIL company first and foremost, but it's a different take on it. So most companies out there uh, were created in wake of the July 2021 name, image, and likeness laws being changed to try and help athletes monetize their brand by connecting them to local or national businesses for sponsorship deals, appearances, commercials, things like that. But what Coach U is looking to do is, is kind of spin that on its side and say, you know, an athlete is more than just something to a corporation. They're an inspiring source to the next generation of athletes, you know, their former self three, four, five years ago. And so what we're doing is we're connecting um, these college athletes with younger athletes that are in middle school, high school, and their families to become inspiring digital mentors and coaches so that they can, you know, give them the advice that they wish that they had, the perspective that they've gained, and just really connect to them as they go through this 
very challenging journey of, you know, progressing through juniors in tennis, uh, as an example. And so the why is, um, you know, with this law changing, it, it's very messy. And there was a lot of good things that happened from it, athletes getting paid, paid primarily, but uh, a majority of athletes actually are unable to benefit from it. And so I viewed this as an opportunity to first and foremost, make sure that someone like Anders can take advantage of a wonderful brand that he's built for himself, but also, you know, do that in a way that's sincere and giving back to a younger generation of athletes all the while, um, you know, incorporating the parents as well, because it's digital, you can send metrics, reporting things of that nature that really track progress of the athletes while they go through that journey, as well as, you know, giving access to someone like Anders, regardless of whether you're on the East coast in the Midwest or in the West coast, you can use your phone to kind of facilitate that. Um, my brother was a great tennis player growing up. Uh, my mom's side of the family is a tennis family and I've been in some awkward car rides, right? I know how that parents uh, athlete relationship can be tenuous at best um, on the way home from a tournament. And, you know, it's really something that I view as ideally a source of good for all three parties that are involved. And so, um, you know, that's why Coach U came to be and a, and a little bit more about what it is that we're doing. I love that. Anders, you're currently a sophomore at Stanford University. You are on the tennis team there. How in the world do you have time for a side hustle? <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, that's a great that's a great question. Um, when Adrian uh, approached me for the first time um, with this idea, um, I for sure was a little bit hesitant considering, you know, trying to juggle academics, being on the tennis team, a little bit of social life, you know, all of this. Um, it seems like it would be tough to have extra time to devote to like mentoring kids. Um, but when I learned that it is it's fully online and remote, um, I was I was just very impressed because um, especially with tennis, you know, we're traveling around so much. You know, we have two hour uh, layover, say, in L.A. or maybe on the bus ride back from a match. And they're kind of all these um, little blocks throughout the day of free time. And basically what Adrian has built is like the perfect, basically a perfect brand and company that like can help me like fill these blocks of time where like I can't, I can't be doing homework or whatever it may be. And it's, yeah, it's kind of a great way um, for me to be able to connect with middle school and high school uh, tennis players um, and, you know, help them while also being very easy and available to me where wherever I may be. One thing that I'd like to track over time, and this is, you know, kind of tongue in cheek is just Instagram and TikTok time before Coach U and after Coach U, where as Anders was saying, there are so many blocks of time where it's like, well, I don't have time to do any work or, or be productive and I'm going to be on my phone. And so um, just trying to have this idea is like, I'm going to pick up my phone and go check in on, on some of my uh, you know, athletes. It's, it's really something that I hope one day can, can, you know, bridge that um, amount of time. So tell me like specifically when a coach interacts with one of the athletes, what type of interaction is it? It's not tennis coaching per se, correct? It can be. Anders, I'll let you walk through, you know, think of one of your customers and, and what it typically looks like, but coach, you provides 
the guardrails and the systems and the structure of what we've found to be successful, but it's open to interpretation how the, each coach is going to, you know, really connect with that um, athlete. And so one thing is, you know, we offer at a minimum weekly check-ins with the athletes themselves, whether that's a phone call or a FaceTime. Um, and that can be catch up on life. It can be talk about matches, tournaments, things like that, but it can also be, you know, other, right. How's college going? How's high school going? Right. Like friend to friend. Uh, the second piece is connecting with the families themselves. So I hop on the phone with uh, parents and guardians every month, as does Ander. And that's more kind of administrative check-in, making sure that we have the progress that uh, we're looking for, as well as automated uh, messages that kind of take intake forms of poll surveys. How are you doing one to five this week, right? Uh, you know, hey, Anders, by the way, so-and-so posted a two. And it's not because of Coach you; they're just down, right? Like bring a little bit more energy uh, when you're meeting with them this week. Uh, as well as reaching out about what are you working with with other coaches and kind of saying like, okay, yeah, my second serve is really down in the dumps right now. Let's focus on that. Um, as well as messaging, uh, sending videos, drills, things like that. So Andrews, I don't know if you want to walk through a little bit of, of what you've been able to do. Yeah. Um, so like you said, uh, we have a pretty like versatile platform um, and kind of like usually our first step is really figuring out uh, the specific needs of like each one of my players. Um, I'll give you an example. Um, I'm currently mentoring um, this junior in high school. Um, and, you know, tennis, obviously, it's an individual sport. Um, all the pressure is kind of on yourself and, you know, like you need to perform, blah, blah, blah. There can also be a lot of outside pressure from coaches, parents, et cetera. Um, so this junior I'm working with, um, a lot of our time is spent on kind of mental training. Um, so kind of how I go about this, um, I kind of split this up into like two different portions. Um, first of which is I focus a lot on like his preparation, like his pre-match routine, um, trying to get him to do the same warm up before every match, um, hydrating, eating a good meal, um, you know, just kind of like reinforcing these routines um, that help you feel less nervous in a in a match. Um, so, yeah, kind of like that routine, like training is one of the things I'm working um, with him on. Um, and then the other is like in matches, in moments where he's feeling very tense. Um, he has different breathing exercises um, that we've worked on um, and that I've sent him. And yeah, so that's an example. Um, I also on the side, um, well, not on the side. Um, I also work with him on some technique stuff sometimes. Um, and that's another one of the beauties of Coach Hugh is um, he can just quickly send me a video from one of his practices and we kind of put it in our database. Um, and that allows me to give him feedback on the go and also gives us a good way to like track progress and keep a good library of, um, you know, uh, one of my players progressions. So that's kind of a little example. Do you also interact with their private home coach? Is there any crossover there or is this something that's just, you know, its own thing? Yeah. So the, the option remains available. One thing that we've quickly implemented and it was not part of our kind of MVP launch 
was that external coaching feedback form where we have custom fields that um, can be set to basically reach out to people on an ongoing basis to check in with what they are working on at this current moment. And we log that in our database and the responses actually get automatically forwarded to the coach. We view that as, you know, we don't want to be the too many of the cooks in the kitchen. We want this to be a reinforcement loop. We know that most of our athletes are going to be working with other coaches and it's very important to be aligned with at least what we're working on. Um, we, we're working on a partnership with a local tennis academy, local to me, tennis academy in New York. And one thing that they said is, you know, oh, no, we, we love this idea because sometimes they just don't listen. And, and it's not, we're, we don't take it personally. It's just, you need to hear things from different people in different ways and you just never know what's going to click. And so, um, you know, we are not displacing coaches. We are supplementing coaching and we view it as a more you know holistic end to end way to do it. So we certainly do reach out and get feedback from the coaches. Um, but to this point, Anders, I don't think you've connected with uh, an external coach unless that. Yeah, no, I haven't thus far connected with an external coach. Um, obviously, as you said, um, the option is always uh, out there for the athlete. Um, but yeah, at least in my experience um, with the you know plethora of coaches I had throughout middle school and high school um usually these coaches you know I'd have like one or two hour blocks throughout the week where I'd train and you know have a great lesson um but then it would be like you know before matches or if I'm playing a practice match with someone and I'm a little bit confused um or if I'm trying to like you know go like have a debrief after a match or a tournament um those are kind of the gaps that I found um, in my experience as a player in middle school and high school. Um, and I think at times it's tough um, for like traditional on-court coaches to really fill those gaps. Um, so I think that's a good example of how we're trying to basically be a supplement to the um, traditional coaches that our players may have. Um, and yeah, that's been pretty useful so far. Anders, how important do you think the fact that you're so close in age to the middle and high schoolers that you're working with, um, you know, how how does that play into the relationship and what you're able to accomplish working one on one with these teenagers? Um, Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think I can relate a lot better to them because, you know, the age gap is usually somewhere between like four and eight years. Um, so at least in in my case, I had an older brother who's six years older than me who played competitive in high school and college tennis. Um, and it was a lot easier for me to communicate with him and listen to him. Um, because you can see someone who's been there and is there currently or, you know, has just been where you want to be. Um, and I think that really creates a connection and a sort of trust um, that these that like, you know, coach you like our mentors kind of are in the position where most of our athletes want to be. And um, yeah, I mean it's pretty easy and pretty fluid because um, I can share my experiences, which is another pretty big part of coach you. I think, um, 
you know, I'll take them sometimes like throughout like my pre-match routine um, or I'll send some of my players like a little snippet of the match I had. Um, and yeah, I think that really helps with like our connection. Um, you know, it's not someone who's like 30 years older than you who, you know, doesn't have much relatability, but, you know, someone, someone closer in age. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I love that. Is Coach you assisting with college recruiting as well? Or, and, and you know, Adrian, you talked about um, NIL. Are you guys assisting with connecting players to sponsors or, you know, NIL situations where they can supplement what they may or mm-hmm. may not be getting in college yeah. scholarship money. Yeah, absolutely. So first recruiting is something that is challenging. So um, there are a lot of rules and regulations around recruiting. And so we give our coaches the guidelines about what you can and cannot do and make sure that they're followed. Um, just because one of the first things that, you know, part of my mission when creating this is I do not want anyone to get in trouble for using this platform. This is a platform for good all around. Right. And so part of my onboarding process with the coaches, there's interviews, there's training, but I need to get smart about their particular school's NIL policy and making sure that, you know, I understand can they or can't they use the facilities, right? When and where you can and can't um, do all of this. And, and recruiting is a huge part of that. And, and there's rules around it. So uh, we follow the rules and and it's not as though Anders is going to help anyone, you know, get connected to Stanford or things like that. But uh, he's more than, you know, he's more than allowed to talk about his experience going through recruiting and be a sounding board. In terms of connecting athletes to other NIL opportunities, uh, it's interesting. So in short, right now, barely, um, but down the line, absolutely. So you can think about the trajectory of this company in a way that right now we're a small business and we're giving white glove service beyond belief and making sure that everyone is incredibly happy. And because of that, the referrals are going to grow and we're going to turn into a successful business. What that now means is that we have you know, a great reach and access to a lot of young athletes in, let's say, tennis. And then that is a draw at that scale to other, you know, Wilson, Head, Penn, Nike, you name it. And so then you can facilitate the connections or give, you know, get them deals and discounts for being a coach, you member, and things like that. So that's longer term. But nearer term, uh, NIL simply says, right, you can you can now give private instruction, which is kind of the guise under which we operate. And so, um, you know, if it so happens that you are local to one of your athletes or local to 
someone and, you know, through a connection, you can now facilitate, um, you know, paid hitting sessions, not using campus facilities or renting them um, and other things like that. So long way of saying, you know, it, it's complicated and that down the line, we absolutely want to not only facilitate NIL connections, but actually post-graduation connections. I have a grand vision of this great alumni network of, you know, college athletes that were entrepreneurial and had a side hustle while being the busiest people in America. And then, you know, they graduate with some work experience and making sure that they find good placements there. Um, so there's a lot, but, you know, right now it's, it's really just uh, focus on delivering what, what our primary task is. We have to have a side conversation when we're done recording. Remind me. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll make note of it now. Um, so from the NIL perspective, the way that you guys are kind of taking advantage of that opportunity is on the coach's side, providing an opportunity for these college athletes to earn some extra money, to put their expertise to good use, to put their downtime to good use. And that is an NL NIL benefit to your coaches. Um, and then down the road, maybe, you know, you'll be able to expand that to the actual players that your coaches are coaching. I get that. That's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, and partnerships is a huge. And, and one thing that we can totally talk about is just how there's this shared sense of growing the game within the tennis community. And Lisa, I think you embody it to a T where I've reached out to and have no problem plugging, you know, Swing Vision, right? They're a company that I believe you've come into contact with. Yeah. Um, they, you know, their head of corporate development went to Cal and right. We wanted a partnership with them where it's like, Hey, listen, we want people in our ecosystem to learn about your technology. And quite honestly, if Anders can leverage it when he's going through and doing some film editing, right. It makes his life easier. And so what we want to be able to do to the athletes that are using, um, you know, the services of Anders is say, Hey, not only do you get access to Anders, which is great, but um, you can have a 45 day free trial with swing vision instead of 30 days, you can get a discount on your annual, um, you know, subscription to them because right. Like they want to use us as a channel partner, but also just continuing to grow the game. And so uh, a lot of my work these days is just trying to figure out what partnerships can work really well with this so that we can make it not just how you get mentoring and coaching, and you know, a better experience, but also downstream right impacts to other brands. Um, and so it, it's certainly something that we just want to make, you know, everyone involved have a better experience. And that's, um, you know, uh, connecting other companies into this is something that I love to do as well, right? It's, it's just nice to, to get everyone involved. And, yeah. you know, when, when people ask, hey, um, do you have anyone else in Coach you right now that's nearby? Like, we're looking for matches. I'll search and say, Hey, I don't, but right. Tennisist is a company that really looks to try and match people up for local play. Universal tennis has a very similar thing, right. And just being well-versed to be able to say not us, but others that we partner with and that we're proud to partner with. Um, you know, it just makes everyone's experience better. Absolutely. Anders, I'd love to kind of hear your take on if this had been around when you were in high school, what would it have done for you? What would have been different, if anything? Yeah, that's another great question. Um, I'm full of them. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, I think I touched on this a little bit earlier. Um, 
But I think the individuality of tennis um, and, you know, at times it can be a very lonely sport, um, especially like in the like kind of in the junior circuit um, and playing junior tournaments. Um, And I think one of the biggest things that Coach Yu would have helped me with um, is to have that channel um, um, with like a relatable, like older mentor that I can look up to. Um, because one of my biggest struggles, um, in junior tennis, um, was kind of dealing with that pressure, um, of tournaments, um, you know, trying to win matches, trying to get on, you know, college's radars. Um, and that can be tough, at least for me, it was really tough, um, to talk to my parents about that. And they were very supportive, um. But it's just it goes back to that like relatability um, where I felt like I didn't really have that person that I could text who could like walk me through the process and say, listen, I've been here. I've played 165 junior tournaments. Um, I want you to do these three things before your match, Um, you know, maybe work on this during your match and then like let me know how it goes. Um, Just like little things like that, I think would have been really helpful for me. Um, As I mentioned, I did have an older brother who played tennis. So at times when he was free, he kind of filled that role for me. Um, But I feel like if I could have someone who is there, like, you know, one text away, really, um, that really would have um, saved me a lot of stress um, and been really helpful. Yeah, I, I'm all about mentoring. I think, you know, everybody in regardless of what they do in life should have a mentor. Um, whether it's being a parent, whether it's being an athlete, whether it's being a business owner, you know, it doesn't matter. We all need people to turn to, to provide guidance and provide a sense of perspective and to help us calm down. Um, and I, I mean that in a very productive way. I mean, sometimes, you know, the anxiety gets so great that it's hard to kind of catch your breath and and gain perspective. And so having a mentor to keep you grounded and keep you focused on what's important is it's a vital key to success, in my opinion. Um, so I that was one of the things that really interested me in about coach you is this whole notion of mentoring and that for young athletes who like you said anders i mean sometimes you don't feel comfortable talking to your parents when things are getting too heavy and too hard um sometimes your coach isn't the right person and you know your friends that don't play tennis just don't get it so yeah. I think having that mentor that's just a few years older, that's just been there, done that is such a valuable key piece to success. So I love that y'all are doing this. I, I want to just kind of switch gears a little bit and Adrian, maybe you can speak to this or maybe Anders, you too. I know you guys are part of what people sign on for is the parents are kept in the loop somehow through this process. So can y'all kind of walk us through how that works? Um, What type of access the parents have to the information being shared by the coach you coach with the player? 
Yeah. So, and it cuts a couple of different ways. So very early on, we realized that the definition of who a customer is for us is a little bit challenging, right? Because our end user probably isn't paying the bills. And so in knowing that, I think the parent became a very central figure to our offering. And so what we do in, in our structure is we lay out exact ways in which they will be kept in the loop and we give them controls over certain um, aspects of the journey. So the first piece is Anders is being on the phone with them or, or their coach will be on the phone with them at least once a month and I join that call. And then at another time a month, you know, offset by two weeks, they're on the phone with me. And that is focused on, you know, delivering feedback and listen, Anders gets feedback as well. And I'm happy to say it's always two thumbs up, maybe even three thumbs up. So that's been a pleasure. Um, But I ask them for their candid feedback because that's very important. And then the other piece is just Anders connecting with them on progress, right? Areas in which we think that we're doing well and areas which we think that we could be doing less, less well, right? And Anders also has a formal review process that happens on a monthly basis, um, where he's, you know, grading kind of one through five in terms of prog- progress and a couple of other questions and then giving delivered kind of like written word feedback. And that goes to the parents. Now, where does it, where else does that go? Maybe nowhere, maybe to the athlete itself. We always ask the parents for their consent about what information we'd like to get shared back to the athletes themselves, because, you know, depending on the age and depending on the circumstances, um, sometimes it's best kept to the parent and other times the parent, you know, wants all that access for the kids and making sure that, you know, we still recognize um, it's not business. It's not who reports to who, but it's, it's the, you know, breakdown and kind of, you know, they're living this every day. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we never want to overstep and create any awkward situations. Um, additionally, we do reporting on all of the kind of metrics that we track. And so I'm sending out you know, monthly reports. Uh, it's a little, like sample size too low at the beginning, but monthly reports tracking all of this information over time so that we can show progress or lack thereof um, with certain, you know, goals and delivery. And then another thing that, you know, we're building out and, you know, quite honestly, hasn't uh, been developed quite yet is metric tracking on like the task level. So if you think about, um, you know, one goal is, make sure that my first serve rate is above 70%, right? That is something that you can measure with someone, you know, filming or taking track of it. But there are so many subtasks that can go into that. It could be Anders' mental exercises. It could be, you know, the pregame stretching that you need to do. It can be just drilling and making sure that you're getting, you know, 100 first serves every day, every other day, right? Whatever that looks like. And reporting on, you know, we can build out a coaching plan in which you should be doing these things. And are you or are you not doing them and delivering information on that? When I think back to coaching I received, it was my mom or my dad would drive me anywhere between 15 to 45 minutes away to be in a gym. And, you know, maybe they'd stay and watch, but they didn't play the sport that I played. Maybe it'd be one on one. Maybe it'd be many to one. And they'd, you know, pick me up and they'd be like, how'd it go? And I'd be like, good. And that would be right. Like, and, and so just trying to think of a way in which you can empower the parents with objective information so that they can unintrusively check in and make sure things are going well. Um, that's, that's super key to us. And Anders, I don't know if you want to talk about any of the interactions that you have. I know that you speak um, almost on a weekly basis, actually, with one of the parents uh, of someone who you work with. So um, maybe you can detail a little bit of that as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, one of the parent, one of the kids I work with, um, his mom, um, is very enthusiastic. Um, and he's more of a quiet kid kind of 
as you mentioned, Adrian, when you tell your parents, you know, yeah, practice was good. Um, and I do, I would do, you know, basically the same thing. Um, so yeah, this, um, this mom basically texts me honestly a couple times a week, um, and gives me some updates, um, on the different things that, um, we're working on that I'm working on with, you know, her son. Um, and so after matches, because he's in his high school season right now, after matches, um, she'll kind of like text me a little paragraph and give me a little bit, a little bit of a report. Um, like one of the main things, um, I've been working with him on is his second serve. Um, and I've sent him a couple different drills that he does. Um, a couple of them like bi-weekly, um, other ones three or four times a week. Um, and she basically tells me, um, you know, gives me a check-in, how everything's going, how the match went. Um, and then from there, um, I debrief, um, with her son, um, and kind of talk about, you know, these points that she gave me. Um, and then I report, I report back to her about, um, kind of, you know, plan of attack, um, how to keep working on this, um, and on top of that, I also usually do a Zoom call with both of them uh, every two weeks. And that's basically like a check-in because um, with this customer, we kind of made like a month, month-long plan, um, which is pretty useful. Um, I don't know if Adrian's mentioned it, but we usually like to think of Coach U as each player kind of has a North Star um, like their big goal, what they're, what they're trying to achieve. So we basically make a plan that will push our athlete toward that North star. Um, in Thomas's case, that's the kid's name. Uh, his North star is improving his UTR and making singles next year on his varsity team. And what we found is his biggest obstacle and what he needs to work on the most is his second serve. So that's kind of how we've been attacking that. I love that. I, you know, accountability or lack thereof has always been a big complaint that parents have about their kid's coach, you know, that you just, you have no idea what's happening day to day, whether the kid's making progress or not. Um, you know, specifically, what is the coach working on? Have they set goals together? Are they working toward those goals? So I love hearing that this whole North Star concept, I, I like that you call it that, mm-hmm. um, that everything you do is based on helping the, the player reach that big goal. And then the check-ins are providing the accountability on a regular basis. So the parents understand that, yes, my child's making progress. No, my child's not making progress in maybe one or two areas and we need to do some extra work here or there, but also gives the parents a sense of, you know, I'm not just throwing this time and money out into the ether and having no idea what impact, if any, it's having. So I, to me, this is the biggest selling point of what you guys offer is the accountability piece. Yeah. It's it's so important and crucial, and uh, you know anything that you do digitally has breadcrumbs, thankfully, right? Or not thankfully, but in this sense, <laughs> yeah, sometimes not and, thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> 
And, and so just realizing that and, and centering products and services around it, it's just such a big unlock. And, you know, in, in building this, we talked to so many college athletes, parents. I, I talked to my friends who played and, and their parents and just really understanding what gaps exist. And it does vary every sport. Right? Tennis is a very individualized sport and gets more individual coaching than most. But there are still a lot of things that you can kind of chip away at. And one of the biggest things was just, you know, how do I measure with something beyond my eyes and my feel, right? And I think that um, as, you know, as we progress towards a more digital world, there's more metrics and more tracking. And I think that this is a great place to do it. Uh, And and so it was just a very important thing to build out. And, you know, the the other piece of, of that North Star is, it just didn't, it's, it's a really simple way to make sure that there's focus. I think that a lot of people's journey is scattered because there are so many things that you can work on, right? There just are. And if you're not entirely focused, you're not going to get the most out of any plan that you put together because, you know, ultimately there's not that single line that can be drawn to the conclusion of, nope, I'm doing this because I need to, you know, increase the UTR, make singles, right? And, and so that's broad and you can break it down into its subcomponents, but there's an old saying, right? You can't track what you don't measure. And so the the second you start tracking it, and by the way, sometimes no information is information, right? Hey, we didn't complete this drill. You didn't do this survey, right? And, and that's fine too. But, um, you know, measuring it provides accountability, provides clarity, provides focus. And, um, you know, ultimately we're young, but, but we are seeing really good results. And, um, you know, from my end, it's, it's not just a, accomplishing progress towards North Star, but it's, you know, the NPS surveys that we're sending to our customers and making sure that they're happy. Yeah, love that. Anders, I wanted to just ask you from a student athlete perspective, what benefits are you finding for yourself in being a coach you coach? Yeah, um, I'm not going to say that's a great question again, because I know <laughs> I said that a couple of times. Um, but for me, it's it's honestly been a very reward. Oh, I think you froze up, Anders. Anders, can you rewind back to rewarding experience? Sorry, can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay. Your, yes. your video is frozen, though, just FYI. Oh, Lord. It's okay. You look fine in the freeze. So, okay. <laughs> yeah. So there uh, I think there, there I am. Um, for me, it's been a really rewarding experience. Um, first of all, it's nice to be able to kind of um, use my platform um, and with these new NIL rules, um, you know, to profit a little bit um, in some of my free time because, you know, it has been a very long journey um, to get to be playing college tennis. Um, so that's pretty rewarding. Um, but I'd say more so um, what really gets me excited about um, this platform is I feel like I can reach way more kids than I could in like a traditional coaching setting, um, you know, which like entails, you know, uh, practicing in person, you know, maybe a couple hours a week. Um, and kind of being able to reach a lot more kids um, and not only reaching a lot more kids, but having a greater impact in their all around game and, you know, mental health as well, because tennis is a very, you know, mentally taxing sport. Um, I'd say that's for sure been the most rewarding part for me, because I feel like 
we're tackling all aspects of tennis, you know, from swing uh, to mental training to different physical drills we can do to college counseling at times and then to the relatability um, aspect that I've touched on before. Um, so kind of being able to grow a player um, in all different aspects of the game, not just on the court, I think has for sure been the the most rewarding part for me. So, I neglected and, to ask you, hang on one second, Adrian. Yeah. Um, I should have asked this at the beginning, Anders, but what's your major? So I'm, it's called product design. Um, it's kind of a subcategory of mechanical engineering. So, yeah. Okay. And so the skills that you're gaining through being a coach, you coach, how do you see that supplementing your education at Stanford and making you more marketable when you graduate to be a product designer or mechanical engineer? Yeah, um, I think it's giving me a huge um, leg up, kind of being in the earlier side of a company like Coach U um, and being able to tackle um, all these obstacles that Adrian and I have done together has really, really been amazing and pretty eye-opening. Um, and it feels like it's obviously been a really big learning experience. And I feel like kind of that, you know, in the field practice um, that I've been getting through Coach U will, you know, will serve me, will serve me honestly forever. Because, yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any better way to really practice what you're learning than to go out there and try to try to start something successful. Yeah. I mean, what's so interesting too is, you know, any tennis player that's trying to reach a high level in the sport, any athlete in general that's trying to reach a high level in their sport, you don't necessarily have time for part-time jobs along the way. You know, if you're not in class and school, you're on the court training or in the gym or working on the mental side of the game. And so gaining work experience as a student athlete, I mean, what a cool opportunity that Coach U is providing to you guys. Like, we've been so focused on the junior athlete side of this, but looking at it from the benefits of um, the collegiate athlete and what you guys are learning and gaining by being part of this process, you know, gives you a huge leg up when you graduate. And, you know, it's, it's the resume value. I hate saying that, but, <laughs> but it really is. And um, it's so hard to get jobs in this economy yeah. that I think anything that you do as a college student to help differentiate yourself from your peers can only benefit you down the road. So I, I just think, you know, I'm, I'm thinking now of the current college players that might be looking for a way to get involved in this. And, you know, certainly there are a lot of people in the parenting aces audience whose kids have graduated juniors and gone on to play in college. You know, they may be great recruits for you, Adrian, as coaches. Yeah. So yeah. Um, if if some college students are interested in becoming a coach, you coach, what's the process for making that happen? Yeah. So and, and we'll get to plugging of, of, you know, websites and things like that towards the end. But yeah. um, 
the process is that, you know, and I've done outreach myself, but we get inbound. Um, we have an interview process in which um, we go through a very structured set of questions, have about a 30 to 45 minute uh, conversation about just, you know, what coaching means to you, how your experience was, what your bandwidth looks like, what, you know, classes you're taking, things like that. We want to, you know, make sure, I mean, there's an old saying, if you want something done, give it to the busiest person, you know, but there's also a saying that I came up with, which was when I was in college, I didn't know like how to, you know, be a business person at all. Right. And so there, there's just support there. So after that initial conversation happens and we review, um, you know, just maybe do a source reference check with a coach or, you know, someone who knows them from their tennis academy growing up. Uh, we then put them through a training that I run, which is basically um, what is coach you, what is your responsibility as a mentor and what tools and services are we providing to you to ensure that you can go from great athlete to great coach, because there is a difference between the oh, two. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, just because you're a great athlete doesn't make you a great coach. And Honestly, sometimes um, it could, you know, kind of be counterintuitive, but provide the opposite effect. And so uh, we make sure that there's a training that kind of prepares them for what it will be like, as well as walking through, you know, do's and don'ts of um, the, the mentorship coaching relationship, uh, given, you know, the fact that uh, there's a small age gap and it's digital and all this. It's just very important to make sure that they understand the, um, you know, terms for which they need to be conducting themselves. Uh, it's most likely their first foray into the business professional world and, and really understanding that, you know, yes, your brand is now something you can profit off of, but it's also something that, you know, will stick with you if you do a poor job or if you're not fully committed. At the end of the day, I think that um, the process boils down to making sure that we have energetic athletes who understand and are aligned with the mission uh, and will you know know what they're signing up for and and do a good job, all the while aware of you know the responsibility that that bears and and the fact that um, you know they're going to be on the front lines interacting and and I'm there for support and I'm there for escalation. But um, you know you don't want someone to commit to something that they can't basically you know um, action and deliver on. And it's very important to kind of realize that it's like hey listen if you don't want to do this don't right we'll both be better off. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of like safety and security, um, because we all know there are some creepy people out there. Um, how, what are y'all doing to take precautions to, to ensure that if a family does decide to engage a coach who coach that, that the coach understands, you know, appropriate online behavior mm -hmm. and all of that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's covered in the onboarding process as well as um, you know our code of conduct, which each coach kind of reads and signs. And um, anytime there are updates to it, it's an opt-in process, but we always send the updates that way. And then um, we're building out you know some security and compliance type flags that we can do. We're we're not quite there yet, but um, truthfully, at, at this scale, it's you know just kind of a very watchful eye plus training and documentation around um, you know what what is expected and what appropriate and inappropriate behavior is. Got it. And from the student or excuse me, from the junior athlete perspective, how do they get involved? How do they hire a coach you coach? Um, do they have options of who they choose and how does that work? Yeah. So it, it's a little fluid because of the size that we operate on, but essentially they have a similar application process in which they say, 
this is my name. This is where I live. This is how many years I've been playing this sport. This is what I'm looking to get out of this. And here's like a little bit more about myself. What we do is we want to find and pair um, the junior players with the coach that is perfect for them. And that can mean a lot of different things, but we have information regarding, you know, what type of player other coaches are. Hey, I was a multi-sport athlete, or I had an older brother that played, or I started playing this game really late. I went to a small private school. I went to a big public school. I didn't play tournaments. I do play tournaments. The list goes on such that we ideally want to pair them to their perfect coach. Um, truth be told, right? If we just listed Anders on the website, he'd fill up, he'd fill up, you know, beyond <laughs> twice over review. And, and so it's, it's something, and honestly, that's, you know, Anders has an incredibly impressive resume and Stanford is not a logo to sneeze at, but it could also, you know, force people to say, Oh, Stanford, I want that rather than, Oh, this is what's right for me. So mm -hmm. we do ensure our best to try and find that matching process. Um, if there are requests that are put in and the coach has the bandwidth and availability to do so, we wish to grant those. Um, but we also need to make sure, and we do kind of do the vetting because there are rules around um, alumni and uh, basically collectives and different, you know, university affiliates that, you know, you still can't um, have any bad optics going on mm -hmm. there. So uh, any, any request that's put in, it's kind of also put under review in terms of, okay, how do you, you know, and, you know, we have Andrews on the website, right? So I saw him on the website, this, 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 great, but yeah. Anders, from where you're sitting now, do you feel like this is something you'll continue to do throughout the rest of your college career? And, you know, is it something that you would recommend to your peers in college now to take on if they have the time? Yes. Um, right now, I for sure foresee myself um, continuing to be a, a part of Coach U. I think... I think it's really a huge opportunity for college athletes. Uh, pres like in the present, it's a big opportunity because it allows us to fill up these cracks where, as Adrian said, you know, I'd be scrolling on TikTok or wasting time in these in these precious hours of the day. So just in that scope of things, it makes so much sense to me, much more sense than any other type of offer I've gotten such as in-person coaching or stuff like that. And on a larger scope, I think another big selling point for college athletes is the, the community and network that we also plan to build in the coming years. Um, once, you know, once the company grows and coach you gets, you know, dozens, you know, hundreds of, coaches hopefully um this kind of hopefully should create a melting pot for you know all all of the mentors to basically be able to get in touch with one another um help each other out with jobs etc and we kind of hope to you know make this make this a community that you know people people can everyone can benefit from currently and also especially in the future Love that. Love that. All right, Adrian, we are to the part of the show where you're going to plug the website and yeah. tell our listeners and viewers how they can get a hold of you guys. Perfect. So it's withcoachu.com spelled out with coach and then the letter u.com. Um, I'd love to say it's because we think that's a great tagline. It is, but coach U was just kind of taken before we got there. 
you can also, so that's our website and there's forms on the website where you can get in touch with me. You can also get in touch with me um, by reaching out via email. It's Adrian, A-D-R-I-A-N at withcoachu.com as well as my cell phone number. Should I? Yeah. Uh, it's up to you. Risking it. 610-952-6608. You can follow us on LinkedIn, which is more like for me and my outreach uh, and followers are are good anywhere. And then we also have our Instagram page set up, which is w.coachu. So those are all of kind of our our outward facing things. If if you want to get in touch with us, please don't hesitate to reach out. We love any and all feedback at this stage of our development. Um, and yeah, we're, we're very excited about everything that we have planned. Um, Anders has been very modest on this call, but he was our first coach. Uh, and what he didn't say beyond, you know, the actual work experience he's getting from the coaching is he's an entrepreneur. And so if there's anyone out there that's interested in coaching, getting some entrepreneurial access and, and kind of experience, we're open to any and all involvement from college athletes. And then for the juniors out there. Um, you know, it'd be great to, to pair you up with some of our wonderful coaches such as Anders um, so that we can deliver a great experience to you. How does the fee structure work? So it is a monthly uh, payment process and the fees are variable based on the coach that you have and the services that they provide as well as what you're looking for. Um, but we uh, coach you takes in the fees on a monthly basis and then Anders is taking home 70% of the fees that are paid. Um, and it ranges anywhere between, I don't know, we like to put it in terms that people recognize. So like, you know, for the price of a one hour session, you get a whole month is generally speaking what we do. And, um, we, we have our, our payments kind of floating around within there. So it depends on coach and scope of services. Got it. Got it. You guys, I, this is so impressive and I really love speaking with you and learning more about what you're doing and your plans for future growth. I think it's so, so cool. Um, anything I've neglected to ask that you want to put out there or did we cover everything? Uh, I, I think that's, I think that's it. All, all the viewers should wish Anders luck and in, in his upcoming play. I think some, some tournaments are coming up, but yeah. Anders, are you going to be at Ojai? Uh, yes. So this weekend we're traveling up to Washington and Oregon to finish off the Pac-12 regular season. And then next week we'll be in Ojai for the for the tournament. I will Pac-12. see you there. Oh, Great. That's exciting. Yeah, thank, thank you so much. Thank yeah. you so much for having us. It's it's been a it's been a special experience. And uh-huh. Once again, great questions. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the new inside joke. All right. Well, thanks you guys so much. We will have all the links that Adrian mentioned in the show notes on parentingaces.com. So be sure to check that out. And I wish you guys all the success. Um, look forward to checking back in with you in a few months, getting you back on, maybe with some additional coaches to talk yeah. about how how their experience is and um, maybe one of your junior players will want to join us and talk about, you know, the interactions that they're having. So um, you are invited back anytime. I also want to throw out to our listeners and viewers that we are going to be posting some articles um, 
I know one for sure, and and hopefully additional articles that Adrian and his team are going to create for us, um, giving some great insights into not only what Coach U offers, but just insights into junior development, college recruiting, NIL, et cetera. So keep an eye out for those on parentingaces.com. Again, gentlemen, thank you so much for chatting with me. To my listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And we will catch you next time on Parenting Aces. I'm Lisa Stone, and you've been listening to the Parenting Aces podcast. For tennis parents, by a tennis parent. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us and write a review on iTunes. For more information on navigating the junior and college tennis journey, please visit us online at parentingaces.com. Thanks for tuning in and sharing us with your tennis community.